Mason Julie. Welcome to Competitive Literature, the podcast where we find out who is smart and who is bad. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm Grace Freud. I'm Julie Greiner. Uh, and today we're talking about The Secret History by Donna Tart with Sean Clements and Hayes Davenport. Thanks for being here. What up, what up? What up, what, <laughs> yeah, thank you so much for having us. That's from our show. Uh, we uh, This will be so fun for me to talk about the book because that's ideal (laughs) it's it's uh it's it's about my relationship with sean it's uh like (laughs) we can just like talk about so many different things when we talk about and i think you guys both studied ancient greek am i right (laughs) uh and we're laughing and we're having fun and we're making a joke out of it but i did take latin all through high school Mm. and when i first moved to la i was a latin tutor which is not the okay. same, but it is well, kind of the same guys. I, I did I, study ancient Greek. Uh, I was a classics major for a bit, so I do think wow. we are kind of coming up at it from two different angles, and I wonder if there'll be some friction there, but I'm excited <laughs> to find out. I didn't really go to school, you know, but I did study German, and then I went to Berlin, and I remembered hearing my German teacher who also taught Latin having an argument with one of the high school students from over there, a man named Malta, (laughs) and he was talking about how ugly Latin was and how Greek uh, was much more pleasant. And then I remember him going, he's like, oh, Latin, us, 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 everything, (laughs) us, 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 (laughs) Greek. And so... So that sounds like one of the characters in the book might say something like that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so yeah. there you go. And I studied I, animation, so I'm perfectly set up for this. Um. So, so we're yeah, we're talking about the secret history, um, a book that 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 famously uh, has never been turned into a movie because people say that that it's impossible to do so. I disagree. I think I it would too. be pretty easy to do. Um, I think actually. It's so fun. I, <laughs> feels like many movies have been made with all the ingredients there. Yeah, with all of the same ingredients, but, you know, like a different plot. Uh, <laughs> uh, but but before we get too much more into it, Sean Hayes, why why did you pick this book? Why is it so important to you? Um, is it beyond your relationship? Is it like, how did you find this book? Well, I can answer this, and it's very related to what you've said. There was a Twitter thread that someone started where it was where someone asked, what is one book you've read that you really wish would be turned into a movie? And I started reading through all the replies and like 40% of the replies were The Secret History by Donna Tartt. And so I was just like, holy shit, this book must feel like a good movie. Like I'll read a book like that. And so um, I decided I was going to start it. And then I think I just mentioned to Hayes, maybe Hayes told me that he about a book he was just finishing up or something. And I said, I'm about to start this book. And he said, oh, you know, I was really curious to read that one. I've heard it's great. Uh, why don't we both read it together? Um, which is something we've said about other books. And I we, ha- we have just recently finished a book together, but I mm-hmm. think those are the only two instances that we, ha- that we followed through. And this was the first time, which made it really special. And it was very fun to be reading a book and then talking to my friend about it and what I liked about it and... We um, were very didn't. unashamed of enjoying a book together as friends, mostly by texting. Uh, 
I remember once we cast the book with our friends. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, we like yes. it was real book club style, like topics that we just organically wasn't forced at all. And wow. it's the kind of book where That's so where you can like zero in on specific characters there's like right there like aspects of the writing that you can Mm -hmm. uh think about like and we were just like not shy at all about um liking a book together that's really beautiful i wish that gorgeous i'm tearing up (laughs) julie and i have turned what could have been a beautiful (laughs) thing to do but with our friendship into a, like a cut podcast throat, and game and you know like a, a point of of competition between us and i feel like comparing that to what you had yeah. in this experience yeah. reading this book i'm wondering if 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 this podcast is worth it yeah. honestly, no, what you guys are doing. Uh, and it's not just the competition aspect yeah. you will wring the joy out of anything you love yeah. by doing a podcast <laughs> about it yeah it will become a job and like not a very good job. Yeah. <laughs> so, wow. So, so two, two roads before us. We'll see by the end yeah. of this po- this episode. Well, maybe, maybe this episode this will convince us to, to quit making this. I would podcast. be honored. There would be no greater honor you could you could grant me than to have ended your podcast and freed you from the prison. <laughs> You could just read again. Imagine you just read yeah. the book because you like the book. Crazy. That would be kind of beautiful, I guess. <laughs> I mean, oh my god, I'm really thinking about this in a serious way, actually. But <laughs> <laughs> we do have a podcast to record, um, and we should mention if uh, nobody knows this: Sean and Hayes host Hollywood Handbook <laughs> and the Flagrant Ones, and and many. Like I mean, I've been a Hollywood Handbook fan since I was like 20. Um, <laughs> wow! And so if if you two, you know, if you two, uh, uh, the other end of this, if you, if you have any criticism about how we're oh, creating yes. this podcast, yes. please, we would love to hear it. We've you know had some stumbles lately. We messed up records on two of the last three of our our pods. <laughs> uh, and so yeah, let's get technical. Definitely let's open. not. I mean, yeah, I don't want to hear you just mess up a record. I want to hear exactly, uh, exactly first, what went wrong. The first thing that happened is I recorded an entire episode on mute. Um, of, okay, of so st- that is not. You cannot record something on mute. Okay, okay. What okay. happened is you That's did nothing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I'm gonna, write I'm gonna down. piggyback on Hayes here. Uh, <laughs> I have the same basic note. <laughs> I'm hearing don't do it. Don't do th- what I did. Is what it Just let like. him talk. To let simplify talk, it for Julie. you to handle. Yes, that is how we're okay. going to. Yeah, because yeah. I yeah. do. And I do need you to, to make it, you know, English. <laughs> Speak mm-hmm. English so that I can understand. Yeah, no Latin. No Latin for no Julie. Latin. <laughs> no Greek. Um, yeah, I mean, that's the big question I had was, do I record on mute or not? So already. I, I, yeah. Even the premise our second, of recording. What happened? What's the second one? Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Please. Our, 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 no, I'm so sorry. I I didn't mean to. It sounded like you were going to get into some critical podcast theory there because you were talking about the premise of recording on mute, which yeah. I'm interested to hear. That, you well, I think on. I think that sentence actually cannot exist. That's what I say. <laughs> 
you can hang out on mute or you can record a podcast, but you cannot record a podcast on mute. The two okay. things cannot be. I pressed a button that I believed to be the record button. And it was the um, mute button. It was a button that muted. They shouldn't have that on a recording device. They yes, shouldn't have it. I agree. It. A I, mute button. Yeah. So ultimately, this becomes a, a debate of graphic user interface. Yeah. <laughs> Um, yeah, that's an yeah. I, I really think I mean, were we using a free program? Yes. Do I think do I think we're entitled to monetary compensation? Yes. Also, yes. yeah. Yeah. But I then you that, find out what the value of one episode is, and is that <laughs> worth? Is it better not to know? I mean, it kind of depends what uh, the value of that episode would have been in decades to come. You know, like if if we took old episodes <laughs> off of our RSS feed. Or whatever, and like put it on a pay, put it behind a paywall. Mm-hmm. That episode could be worth tens of dollars, you know. Like so you're, it could be you're speculating really... on the growth of our podcast value. This is how banks. Yeah, start. I this mean, is it Enron. is true. This is honestly had... how Enron went down. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> We've had some interesting hurdles recently. We were talking to uh, a podcast network about possibly being on that, mm-hmm. and they did say flatly no you do not have enough listeners mm. which was reasonable but you know it was you know a pretty clear like you are not popular enough which mm-hmm. is yeah. you know Just something right that, that we school. have to it did it did feel like oh okay like i guess we're not we're not yeah. nearly as popular as like you know seek treatment which i thought like we, we okay we were i had a feeling to. about what the network was that's now uh been <laughs> confirmed we didn't even have to say we know. We all know what it is. Yep. Everyone yeah, we knows. Certainly, we Everyone certainly knows. don't have to say. Yeah. yeah. Um, but uh, the second I, one. I do think we <laughs> should at some point start to summarize the book. We should. <laughs> we should. We should, Julie. But like before we. I just like this is like such an opportunity. You're, you're right. Just to, to really explore these issues. Um, and the second one was our guest closed out of the program that we were using to yes. to record um unbeknownst to us uh and so her she just her audio just stopped like 50 minutes in um and Five so that's zero? like very similar <laughs> yeah yeah oh that's a yeah. big that's intentional meaty podcast right there that's more <laughs> than you just drop whatever you have after 50 minutes you're done but there's no ending there's no decision there's no ending (laughs) (laughs) okay so don't record on mute and be don't but also after 50 minutes put out whatever after 50 minutes out 50 minutes you're done yes kiddo you ain't Pete Holmes okay (laughs) (laughs) You don't get half my waking day <laughs> <laughs> to talk to like Julie Bowen or something. <laughs> um, okay, so the secret history <laughs> is 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 a it's really a story about stories, you know. <laughs> and what we, wow, to come in with that, great yeah, to what play. we what we tell each other. And the, the lies we tell each, tell ourselves, uh-huh. you know? And it's it starts out um, with a man who... It's, wait, I just want uh, to say, at some point we are going to say whether or not you have read the book, right? Yeah, I would... Okay, yeah. I'm really <laughs> gathering information already. Yep, on I just 
you're really listen, I would say. Okay. <laughs> People have been really bad about guessing whether or not we've read the book. Like, they've okay. generally not been on, uh, not, not guessed correctly. They've, I would say so said far, we, calling it a story about stories and the, and the lies that we tell ourselves <laughs> is just so specific that you must have read it. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> it is it is it is there's no other book that would fit that it's just simply yeah you simply it, don't or have. any work of art really yeah. i would have said i would have said oh it's an inverted detective story narrated by one of a group of six students but that's immediately immediately 10 things come to mind <laughs> I would also argue inherently an inverted detective story is in fact a story, a story about, about stories. stories. <laughs> because just a more it's making a comment on yeah. the structure of of a genre, right? And so it's making a comment on all stories in that genre. Okay, so Same. we've got. <laughs> so we we. Go ahead, Grace. <laughs> No, go ahead, Julie. Okay, so we're dancing around it here, but it starts with uh, a group of kids who've clearly uh, murdered one of their friends. Um, and that friend is named Bunny, which immediately, we're laughing. <laughs> that's a, and that's he's a funny not name. the gay one. No. Yeah, and which, he's, <laughs> like, he's like maybe the straightest one of the bunch, you know? He, and he, he hates Catholics. He like He's a he just really person. Yeah. It's this like fun little kind of fanciful nickname for a very harsh man. You'd yeah. think I don't know. It, yeah, I mean there's many mysteries in the book, one of which is how is the the nickname Bunny for the name Edmund? We don't know. I would have called him Snaggletooth <laughs> or something like a little bit more aggressive in some way but uh but yes. yeah so this is the central inverted murder mystery to use a really general yeah. descriptor of the book from john yeah. <laughs> um. he's so yeah he's been he's been he's been killed he um it's intentional uh, it was done by his close friends uh they yeah, pushed him off his a closest cliff. friends and enemies mm-hmm. Um, wow! Wow! I believe this is actually where the term frenemy came frenemy comes came from, out. right? Yeah, yeah. 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 Like, yeah. it was invented in 1992 by critics um, reviewing this novel and trying to find a term yeah. for Bunny's relationship with the, the yeah. rest of the friends in his group. It yeah. used to be it used to refer to something different when people talked about frenemies before that it was about of course a french enemy which was a, 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 like a v- much more <laughs> and, common and to be fair yeah that was more common mm-hmm. at the time it was being used back then it's, everyone uh, kind of had a personal frenemy connection to the xyz <laughs> affair yeah of course that transformed to freedom enemies around <laughs> during during w bush's term yeah right and yeah and it's, it's kind uh, of nice that it had this turn away from that like pro-america like bent that it had taken yeah <laughs> i agree mm-hmm. but uh mm-hmm. this book redefined a lot of words a lot of oh, a lot so of, many yeah <laughs> almost every word in the book you yeah we're gonna list all the what words we just told about one what yeah. a secret is for example because it's like yeah. okay you yeah. just wrote this in a book so <laughs> yeah. i, I oh, by the way there's a, a bunch secret. of copies anywhere everywhere so like okay this is i mean uh, well, I will say, yeah and i do think this really as a former classics major, this really kind of 
brought to light for non-classics majors how how every classics department works. Mm-hmm. There's two murders. <laughs> After the first murder, you got to decide if you're going to stick around for the second murder. And I personally, like, I don't have my degree in classics because after the first murder, I was You're like, out. I love you guys. Yeah. You're a great group, but I got to go switch to film. This has been a um, great so- psychosexual dynamic we've had for, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. for this semester, mm-hmm. however long we've known each other. But yeah. Yeah. it I'm was out. like, I did not realize how many years had gone by. And then all of a sudden, like, just all of a sudden out of the blue, Richard is like, wow, we've known each other for almost four years. And I'm like, what? Grace, were you in this book? Yeah. (laughs) I guess we should talk about... Oh, God. Yeah. These six friends, you know, I like one of the things... I'm from New England. It is set in a very, like, little New England, like, college (laughs) uh, where, like, it's always very vividly described. Even, like, their overcoats and stuff and the way they, like, crunch around in the snow. I'm like, oh, yeah, I'm seeing this. I'm feeling Mm -hmm. it get dark at, like, 3.15 p.m., Like it, and there's yes. a Burger King and there's a Dairy Queen they, and there's yes. all that uh-huh. really has they an assortment of the, modern in the delights. You know, and they're, the Burger King. <laughs> yes, mm-hmm. and they're described too. You know, and I liked. I mean, that brought me there. You know, yeah. it's like I've never been to a little liberal arts college mm-hmm. in Vermont or whatever, but like I, I've certainly been to a Burger King, and yeah. so that like. Definitely connected me to the story. What, what brought it's, me in, my way in was in the beginning when he describes how he's from California and he's like, it's terrible in California. Yeah. I was like, I, I can't. That was my way in. It's Bennington, basically, right? Mm-hmm. Because that's yeah. where Donna Tart went. Yeah. Um, I did talk to someone when I was reading the book. Do you guys know Julianne Smolinski? No. No. Um, uh, she's a writer who I was working with on a show um, and so much more than that too <laughs> dynamic person but um, and with she was telling me that she nice, reads like a nice book save. <laughs> she reads a book like every week and I was like oh, I'm reading this book and I'm really liking it and my friend and I are having a special experience with it and she was like yeah, I mean, I went to Bennington, so it's like, I just can't fucking stand that book. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> I just feel like I know everyone in it. I know exactly what's being described. And I'm like, yep, this is... I was like, she's like I hate all the characters instantly because I'm like, yep, that's who was there. Yeah. Um, was she Was she also just like, yeah, they're murderers murder. and they're yeah. not actually... There's murderers the and there's murder not actually... They're, they're not so exciting. Stupid. They're not interested. They're up their own ass. Yeah. You know, like... They're really making a meal out of the murders that happen. Yeah. All the time. I think so I, I, yeah. This group. Uh, I, yeah. Go ahead, Sean. No, I was just going to say, I think I read this book and the book Prep by Curtis Sittenfeld mm. back to back. And they're both um, a middle class person like being installed into this world of extreme wealth mm-hmm. through attendance of like some kind of prestigious academy. Right. Uh, and I really loved both of them, and I think I'm a sucker for that kind of story. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, and yes, that's that's all I wanted to say. I just, I, um, for, for whatever reason. You should read <laughs> The Ninth House by Leigh Bar- Barbado, Barbdaro. I'll write it down right now. I would it. love to. It's a lot like The Secret History, but with like Cthulhu. Uh, okay. So it's, it's, it's pretty fun, but I... Uh, 
Yeah, so so, just one of the friends, just yeah, one of the six, just, just, like, just one of the six friends. <laughs> they, he's the te- he's the professor actually. The so, <laughs> he's the mysterious Lulu, quit dragging ass. We gotta make yeah. it to the kegger. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, sorry. <laughs> Cthulhu is fucking a freshman and they're like that's not cool Cthulhu you're like a million years old (laughs) there's a power dynamic here Cthulhu (laughs) Um, Um, I guess we should describe these six uh, friends who are the the central characters here Um, they're just they're horny they're introduced in like a very Twilight way. Yes, they like are. This, yeah, yeah. this outsider yep. like watching them kind of walk in in slow motion, and they're all kind of pale and mysterious. Yes. So they're yeah, they I mean, are a a class. Like that's what that, yes. that's how this group came together. Is like kind of a very uh, low admittance uh, class of this one. They they yes. are all of the classics majors. Yes. yes. They're the entirety of the of, of all of the classics majors. And it's interesting to me that the that this college was like, oh yes, professor, it's fine if your department only has like five students. That yeah. certainly justifies its existence. You're good to go. What's the but, name of the um, professor, Sean? Ju- oh. Julian Julian Morrow. Julian. But they just call him Julian. Julian. They yeah. only call him Julian. Yes. Yeah. And Which I guess. <laughs> he, yeah, he only admits a handful of students to the classics department. And mm-hmm. five of them, I guess, have been... Are, five slots are already taken. So there's one spot open. Or maybe not even that. I think Richard, it's, the main character... I think he makes a spot. Yeah, it's sort yeah. of like... like a, yeah, it's not like spot. he's vying or applying. Yeah. He goes to Julian the first time, and Julian's like, you're no. nothing. <laughs> and then he, then well, he comes back, well, and then, he's like, I kind of like your spunk. I think he, he must have heard through the grapevine about Richard, because... Richard has this yeah. moment where he's like in the library, like he sees the stu- the magical students from this classics mm-hmm. program, and he hears them like trying to translate Greek, and he kind of is like he drops in and is like, oh, uh, I think actually you might need this conjugation, <laughs> and like impresses yep. them, um, which is like, I that's a scenario I we've all imagined yeah. at some point mm-hmm. just to like drop mm-hmm. in with the people we want to think mm-hmm. are cool yeah. at that, that your moment. crush is trying to conjugate I mean, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, just can't quite do it yeah this, uh, the scenario that reminds me of in my life is in elementary school when i poured over the illustrated encyclopedia of star wars episode two uh in the <laughs> in the hopes that one day like some boys in my class would be like Man, like I just can't. I don't even. I guess I don't even know what's under General Grievous's like exoskeleton, and I just be like, "See, I'm gonna stop you right there." <laughs> that's what. General that's Grievous, the specific that you chose. Ge- that, that yeah. you're hoping General that Grievous isn't in what's yeah, under Grievous. his exoskeleton. <laughs> was- General Grievous is not in Attack of the Clones. <laughs> oh well. See, so I didn't I, now I'm like Are wondering you? if this uh, was this just is he not? It's not this God just that this scenario didn't come to pass for you. Did you fabricate this anecdote? Did you fabricate this anecdote to like I just, seem I guess more I relatable misremember. and like have more of a personal connection to this story? The book is really funny. Wish fulfillment. You're right. Of just like <laughs> I have this little tiny bit of useless knowledge. <laughs> 
imagine if like the dream scenario yes. came in where I could just drop this one exactly. fucking thing I know that's doing nothing yeah. for anyone <laughs> and it would like win me a bunch of friends like, and indirectly sex ultimately. Yes. <laughs> like, it's like the one passage into an uh, elite group. Yeah. Your one hyper focus comes into play. I remember when I was a freshman in college feeling foolish, like just like I fucking hated myself whenever someone mentioned a band or like song that I didn't know, like just feeling like a fraud. Like, what do you? I I like punk music. What the fuck does you're you fucking liar? You know? Yeah. Um. Um. You want to run through the 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 gang? Yeah, yeah the so gang. the gang. The study group. This is the original study group. You yeah. think that you like the mm-hmm. freaking community? Take that guys. Jeff yeah, community. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> community is in many ways an adaptation of the secret. Yes, <laughs> Sorry, Troy yes, and Abed. Yes. Somebody beat you to the punch. <laughs> yeah. Interesting. Community is like, Donna Tart actually hates community because it is an adaptation. Yeah. And she's like, um, they were all supposed to be white. Excuse me. I think I was pretty explicit, yeah. and not and not just like white, white, like the the color of like She's a like, sheet of I, eight and a half by eleven computer yeah. paper. She's like, in how many in how many ways did I say they were translucent yes. skinned? Yeah, <laughs> it just goes down the list, and it's just different descriptors of like intense yeah. whiteness. Yeah, you can see the, the like blush, clotted cream, and paper yeah. thin. Yeah. <laughs> um, just yeah, where so the our, blood is pooling visibly <laughs> in their bodies. Yeah. Our ghost-like main cast. Um, yes, yeah. We've got. Uh, the, I guess the the big head honcho is probably Henry. Um, Gotta be. Who do you picture when you when you think about Henry? I would occasionally picture Pete Wentz. (laughs) Wow! He immediately puts me at exactly when you read it. I could see that. Not exactly Pete Wentz, but like like, that kind of like hair that's always kind of wet and like jet black. Well, I my my problem with casting this is I pictured all of the people in the class as like anime people because that's like they're described in such like a cartoonish like way it's like with especially henry with his hair swooped and he's got a scar yeah. and like mm-hmm. he's pale and they're like he's got the biggest hands you've ever imagined <laughs> i imagine henry to be like a grown-up like jack frost from legends of the guardians wow you know? like just like wow. that like a like a like a pix like a dreamworks-esque a like, like full-on <laughs> hunky yeah Amazing. like oh his balls dropped you know <laughs> like he's he's <laughs> Um, he, he knows what he's. What he's I have doing. a picture of my friend that, who I don't know very well, and so I'm not going to say his name, but I am going to show you his picture, and okay. you can see uh, <laughs> if this person looks like Henry to you in your in your mind. <laughs> yeah, the bro- I would the, say the broadness of his face. I would say yes. He, the hair. he looks like Charles to me. Interesting. Let's move on. Yeah. Let's move on. <laughs> so, so Henry, I don't know if we said anything really about Henry. Henry's parents are rich. Mm-hmm. He 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 is a, a genuine a genius. We'll have to repeat a few he's tr- times. He's truly a a, th- a full on genius. I think that yeah. that's not a lot of a lot of appearances are deceiving in this book. But I do think Henry is a full on genius. Um, yeah, and he and he. 
uh, was very sickly as a kid, and now he uh, and he read a lot because of that, and now he's like this like Superman kind of. Yeah, um, he's a big and bulky, but they say he walks like a ballerina. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Superman in like um, the Nietzschean sense. Yes, yes, the like because he's a goth, like all these other people. <laughs> yes. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Okay, so you you brought up uh, Charles, so I guess there's Charles and Camilla who are twins. Mm-hmm. I always get my hopes up when there's twins in a book because I am a twin. Mm-hmm. But some messed up stuff goes down with them. Every so. time you get your hopes up, you're <laughs> like, I hope this will be like me and my brother. Press for twins. <laughs> they they always end up having sex. They're always yes, either having they, sex. They're either having well, sex it's, or it's they're it's described like so, uh, so yeah, Charles and Camilla, they were orphans. They they grew up with aunts and uncles and their grandma. And, I guess um, they're like medium to lo- rich. They're they're they, okay. I I think yeah. I think that they come off come from a well off family. It seems like maybe their grandmother is a little bit more um, discerning with how much money yes, she gives. They, them. they don't have yeah. the unlimited like, what, yeah. pool that some of these other mm-hmm. kids get. But mm-hmm. um. and then we have Francis, who eventually tells our main character that. That that Charles and Camilla fuck occasionally, yes. which is an interesting it's way sort of, to put it. Sort of, right? They just do incest once in a while, you know. He's like right? speculating, smoking a cigarette, and he's like, "I think they do it from time to time." Just like with yeah. that far off look in his eye, and Richard's like, "They're what not is that in mean? love with each other, but sure, if they're bored." Like. Well, but, but Julie, Charles so, is in love yeah. with Camilla, right? Like Charles, yes, is yeah, in, Charles yeah. is in love with Camilla. Yeah. Obsessed one, with that possessive, but of they're his, not like sister they're yeah. not like constant it seems like they're not constantly going at it like rabbits yeah, yeah. all right we don't <laughs> no 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 but yeah i think not- she is like afraid that he will disintegrate if she ever fully separates from him yes, yes. because yeah. he's that- sort of like self-destructive <laughs> and yeah she like to- she's kind of the come grace grace you will not derail another podcast with the mention like, of um, blue When he comes in her, oh my God. that's like a little, like a little horcrux. And, and it keeps, it, it keeps, it keeps Charles um, alive by keeping a little part of him going inside of her. Well, and that's one way of looking at it. Yeah. So, um, but and then we've also got Bunny. Um, <laughs> um, yeah, we've got Bunny and, and Francis. We, I guess we did talk about Francis, but we only Francis talked about him in gay. the context that he reveals this Francis is gay. He's also um, from an incredibly rich family. Yeah. yeah um, monumentally wealthy, just like carte blanche has a really cool like country house that they go mm-hmm. to on the weekends and stuff mm-hmm. wherever they can mm-hmm. and One it's the country house i feel like if that house didn't exist a lot of their problems wouldn't yeah, have yeah. happened so in a lot of ways this is a, a book about why you shouldn't anti- make gay friends it's a it's a, it's a book about why you should avoid that avoid um, gay friends and uh property <laughs> don't get involved in between yeah, and just making a gay friend and then killing a farmer is so <laughs> it's, close it's really thin it's, it's yeah. truly a, thin yeah you would say they're not connected but if you actually trace it back <laughs> step by step mm-hmm. yes I mean, they, are, they are separated but they are not 
Yeah, I'm gay. It's like I'm it's gay, too- and every time I bring straight friends mm-hmm. on a vacation, a farmer dies. <laughs> like well, every single time. Yeah, I, is that my problem? No, that point they have to be accountable for that. But yeah, that's the it's the on the invisible contract you sign mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. when entering mm-hmm. into that mm-hmm. kind of relationship. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I was of speaking of contracts and how these friends treat each other they often hate each other like it's a love hate you know swivel but i they do things for people that that they absolutely hate that i've never done for my friends they're constantly just like doing everything for each other you know like paying for all their their bills like just like checking in on them inordinate in them out yeah watching and taking notes on certain movies so that their murder alibis are clear yeah just fucking they're (laughs) just on top of it it's like they're all each other's little butlers you know also (laughs) being I don't know and so Bunny I mean we need to talk about Bunny the character who is like probably the you know he's like an Andrew Dice Clay uh, sort of character when I when I so in that thread that I read that was like, what do you wish was a movie that like, what book do you wish was a movie? It said, I'm so sad that this wasn't made a movie at the time when Philip Seymour Hoffman oh, could have ooh, portrayed Bunny. Yes. Because yes. it's such an incredible, he's like a very fancy slob yes. and he's, he's yeah. from this like, very prominent family, but he has no actual money. Yeah. And like, it's his, just such a great... His family's philosophy of like, it is a sacrilege to ever earn money, I guess. It, you need to mooch money is how you get money. That's, yeah, you can't work. You're just supposed to yeah. have it. And if you don't have it, somebody should like give it to you because of who you it's are. It's just like, yeah, this this endless uh, paradox <laughs> that he has to square somehow. And to be fair, Bunny seems very to have good to do a, a lot of work to create this spider web in which he entraps all of <laughs> yeah. his friends into meeting his every need. You know? yeah. like mm-hmm. he, does, he does really put in the effort when it comes to irrevocably fucking over the lives of these people that, that probably would have loved and supported him yeah. if, if he hadn't it's, decided to act it's like It's so that. interesting because he is like described as a person who's kind of jovial and like at, when you first meet him at least just fun to talk to you and mm-hmm. fun to know at the periphery of your life mm-hmm. but they're like once you know him it's like less satisfying because the mm-hmm. the, the image that he is like mm-hmm. <laughs> just falls he apart comes up, he's well, the first one to really oh I'm so sorry Sean no 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 <laughs> I was just gonna say like there's that there's that scene early on that sort of is mm-hmm. everything you're talking about yeah. where they go out Bunny yes. invites our narrator out to a nice dinner so like the club and, and it's is, like, oh, of- you got to come, you know, mm-hmm. and it's it's this it's a very warm, generous invitation to yes. somebody who feels like an outsider and they think they're being welcomed in. Yeah. And he does a bunch of disgusting like he's immediately sort of like, deeply homophobic. <laughs> yes. All this bigoted, weird shit comes out. But they're also like having a lot of drinks and eating great food. And it feels very fun. And it's like, wow, I'm in this world. Yeah. But then also manages to like stick Richard with the tab seemingly unintentionally but then later he realizes like no this was always the plan <laughs> um, <laughs> an insane roller coaster yeah Henry basically shows up and is like this is every 
every time it's this mm-hmm. always <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah and then henry just pays the bill because mm-hmm. he's just like yeah, yeah i have to do this and this so is again, just how it who's, goes who's you know fault yeah. Is this? <laughs> yeah and, and i mean yeah i think that like bunny is the yeah he, he's immediately the warmest person to richard mm-hmm. um and then you know turns out to be uh, a a big anti-Catholic bigot, even <laughs> even more than a homophobe. Yeah, I don't even know. Anti-Catholic bigotry is so, so rare that, <laughs> that we don't even have a word for it. It's not like Catholicist or whatever. Like, there's not a term that we can use. There must be one if we reach there back in time. But the, fact yeah. that, the fact that we don't know means it doesn't come up enough yeah. uh, for us to know. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. maybe that was the conversation. Another I, conversation. I'm bringing it back. <laughs> um, I do know that my, you know, my sister lives in Florida, and a bunch of people would knock on her door when she moved there to try to get her to join their like whatever revivalist church or something. And then finally, one of the other people who was not involved in that community was like, just tell them you're Catholic. They'll never <laughs> talk to you again. Just be like, I'm Catholic. They think it's like a really weird cult. And they'll just be like, oh, holy shit, you're insane. And they'll leave you alone. And she did. And they did. There you go. Wow. Yeah, so so the, some prejudices do still exist there. <laughs> I will say, yeah, when <clears throat> it, my, I'm, I spent some of my childhood in Ely, Minnesota, and they're in uh, like way up north in Minnesota, there were like race wars between like like Protestants and Catholics and mm-hmm. stuff. People do early to the, the outside world look exactly the same. Yes, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, every and way. churches were burnt down. Yeah. My my childhood dresser was made of wood that was recovered from a Presbyterian church that was burnt to the ground. Oh. And my grandpa was hired, who was a Catholic. For some reason, he. He played a role in rebuilding that church. Wow! Um, my, my parents' wedding, some peop- some of the relatives would not attend because she was Catholic and he was Protestant. Oh yeah. wow! Wow! That's incredible. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, I'm I'm feeling really bad that I said anti-Catholic bigotry <laughs> was so rare. We can talk about it's other. Well, no, I think at it's, least I two think of four lives. Of fashion, yeah. But, uh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, you, unless you're suggesting that we, we now talk about several other prejudices to balance it out. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, okay, so we have, we have our group, and, and they are under the spell of, of their professor, Julian, who is cu- cu- this cowardly little man. He's a, um, but <laughs> for the first, the first good portion of the book... You know he's 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 giving he's instilling with them and all all this like philosophy and he's kind of encouraging he's like, their like cultish nature yeah, and like, like kind of crafting them into his little followers. I don't remember what his like opening line is, but it's like let's now descend into the like world of the of, right. of amazing mm-hmm. like color. He mm-hmm. says this every time they start a class. It's very uh, he he has a, a, a mytho- he self mythologizes? mythologizes. Himself a little bit. Uh, I think. Oh, yeah. In the conversation when uh, Richard wants to join the class, and he lets him know, if you join my class, you're going to have to basically pull yourself out of the rest of the university. That's Uh, right. Richard is like, that seems weird. That seems like not a way to be taught. 
And Julian's like, well, Plato only had one teacher. And it's like, that is such a, he clearly has this huge uh, mystique about yeah. himself. He's this fanciful man yeah. who has decided to create a cult. And, <laughs> and, and, and at the end of the day, is is shocked that this cult he's created has, has done bad in things. Yeah, that it's had some negative consequence. <laughs> like shutting yourself off from all of society, yeah. believing that you were so special that the rules that applied to the rest of society Don't were, exist. you know, yeah. <laughs> not not something that should be applied to you. And then that that resulted in some sort of crime. How could that happen? He's like, and, and, I'm not yeah. connecting the dots here. It's not not seeming like an A to but Z. I, that teaching style, I mean, that's when I would coach an improv group, I would just walk in. <laughs> I, I, <laughs> forget everything you know. you've ever heard. <laughs> Who? <laughs> Alex Fernie? Uh, <laughs> Was that a preconceived notion you brought into Never the again. <laughs> So, I mean, it does work sometimes, is what you're saying. Yeah, Yeah, because some of your students were like Ron Funches, (laughs) Tom Segura, like, um, Mm. yeah, Lisa Lampanelli, like a lot of your students have gone on to be truly great comedians. Grace, I have a question for you. Do, Do you, since you did study the classics, I was thinking, wow, somebody smarter than me probably is reading this book and... Drawing connections to like every character is fitting some Greek archetype, like either like a philosopher or a mythological figure or something that's something in the study of classics. Like they all represent uh, either a figure or a school of thought in that Mm -hmm. world. Is that true or were you finding that or no? I mean, I did see some like analogs. Um, I spent, like, my time studying the classics was we went through all of the Iliad, all of the Odyssey, and then, like, a good bit of Herodotus. Like, it was, like, each semester was, like, one big text and then some poems, basically. So, uh, you know, I I didn't go through a ton of classic texts, but um, I do think that... It's it is like structured like a classic Greek Greek tragedy, and I think that like a lot of like m- like Medea and um, like the Iliad, and there's a lot of classic stories where you find the tragedy out, or you're told what tra- like the chorus tells you this tragedy is going to happen. Mm-hmm. And then and then the rest, the, and then you see what happens, but, like, you know going into it. It's not, like, a shock that Medea kills her kids, you know? Yeah. Like, it's and this not, is, I just want to clarify, for anyone who why. doesn't know, she's talking about the specific uh, Medea installment, Boo, a Medea Halloween. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> thank, okay, talking. thank you. <laughs> I, see, I was lost here. I was Which, like, I, I don't know the classics, but now I Well, the one after that, of course, says Medea goes to jail because she did kill (laughs) (laughs) she did kill her children Uh, and then there's a Medea family funeral that is for (laughs) of course the the children of the Jika weirdly the funniest of them obviously those are straight adaptations of the classic Greek text Mm -hmm. Medea and and other 
saw the Greek transliteration. Um, but yeah. yeah, so I do think that um, there are there are elements there, and like I think, like what's her name? Not Judy. That that Judy Poopy. Yeah, Judy, who like constantly like is like. Why aren't we fucking Richard? <laughs> supposed uh-huh. to college, be fucking. right? Can I just like, say, like, a- I, that took me right back to college. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I'm in, instantly, I'm So in many conversations. Just like, why aren't we fucking Richard? <laughs> Does anybody know? <laughs> Every day in college. I, I can't. I'm um, going on yet another vacation with my bizarre friends. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm going to the country house, okay? Richard's always softly annoyed that this like, yes. hot rich girl. You want to listen to it, even though his personality is clearly terrible. Yeah, there's a I, lot of I, great I, side characters that I in related the to as well. <laughs> I would, I would note that my freshman year Thanksgiving, I was supposed to go to a classmate's family home with like other peer, like other peers, uh-huh. and I ditched at the last minute um and they they Did didn't they talk to me again weird afterwards yeah they didn't talk to me again wow. like they, like the, it was so if they were either so well, they offended or yeah they killed the yeah. <laughs> they what are they gonna the talk farmer. to you about after yeah. that because there was a, <laughs> there, there was another gay person that they did go they did so go they with kill- so it was yeah it was obviously wow. yeah. you know, donna the, tried to warn you <laughs> so reading, reading this book um, were you like oh Okay. Yeah. yeah, I was like, I'm so glad. Like, well, no, I, I, I did. Me. Like I said, I heard about the first murder, and I said, I'm not going to participate in another one. Uh, bye bye. That's right. For that's now, right. You know. Um, yeah, I guess. But we are approaching. We've talked about how Bunny was killed by his friends. We've talked about how there is another murder of a farmer, but we haven't really talked about how that murder this, comes about. Yeah, I mean, plot wise, um, the. Richard is just kind of like you know like becoming more ingratiated in this this group. They're like kind of hard on him uh, for a while, uh, like just kind of doing like random pop quizzes. Eventually, they start he, going he out to this sees, country home. Like, yeah, he like he and he realizes that something went amiss, and he finds out that they these weirdos the reason (laughs) during this like beautiful like time for him that he remembers so so fondly maybe the only like truly blissful period of Mm. the book um this is when this but he's noticing even even during this great time he's noticing like they're obsessed with the weather there's this weird weird time where i walked in and they were boiling leaves like (laughs) 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 and he's like whatever <laughs> but i guess that's friends yeah. <laughs> i guess that's you the know? cost of being friends yeah um, so he really lets a few uh, red flags just rip past him um but what was happening was they were again following the teachings like the pretty specific teachings of their of julian mm-hmm. to like indulge in uh like the loss of the self and like fully experiencing life in a in a way that transcends normal experience i don't know um in a way like and based on the 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 legend of like the the bacchanalian cult yes where Mm -hmm. like like this dionysus yeah where like this is how they exact they actually manage to transcend the self by 
getting really fucked up and getting really hungry. <laughs> yes, getting, it turns out all you have to do is they, get very, very hungry and, yes. and drunk. <laughs> this, yeah, I, I do think you know, like this. If this novel had come out after True Blood, I would have thought that it had ripped off the second season of True Blood because that's basically. In some small ways, the plot of the second season of True Blood. I did not know where this. they discover this, wow. this 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 idea of bacchanalia, and um, they did not have that as a guide, obviously. Mm-hmm. So they had to figure it out themselves, and they go through. I think one of the funniest descriptions <laughs> in the book is how they try to figure yes. this out they have a like bunch of five false times before like, before they actually get it, and they're like, uh, this isn't quite yeah, right. The first you time know? they're like, like so they like go home and they're like, So we just got really drunk, right? Like that yeah. was just yeah. getting <laughs> And then they try again and just keep like different permutations of like uh denying themselves food and uh, other things. And the reason that Bunny doesn't end up partaking in the bacchanal that occurs where they actually kill this man <coughs> is because he wanted like wants a burger like he yeah, they find mm-hmm. him one day just like eating a burger on the third day of them all fasting approaching they're like i can feel it enlightenment's coming and he's like i'm sorry i got a milkshake I but that's some but at that and that's also him though like there's some this is what i'm talking about with like the the um archetypes where it's like he cannot resist yes temptation like mm-hmm. he always like yeah like henry is the superman where oh, yeah. like he is so disciplined and never ever he gives into any yeah. desire that is not like purely practical yeah and then bunny is on the exact opposite of the spectrum and is only ever satisfying like a self-centered need mm-hmm. i remember sean and i were talking about when we were reading the book how if you wrote this as like a movie script, you would get the note that Richard, not uh, uh, yeah, that Richard, the narrator, should be there when this is happening. Absolutely, yes. And in the book, the choice is that he is not there. He's not even invited. Yeah, and then he, he thinks like he's having a good vacation. <laughs> yes, and then they he very gradually finds out over the next weeks days or weeks that this yes. that this happened and it's yeah. kind of like him and it putting all, the and pieces it basically together. it happens off camera yes. the most exciting like the the most important incident like is just you get told about it later in a long but conversation in a, like, in a in like for, through hazy memory too mm-hmm. yeah and and you're experiencing <laughs> it only from the perspective of someone who was not there yeah um but I think that's cool, and yeah. I enjoyed it. I liked it, too. But it's like, you're not allowed to do that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I mean, he does... Yeah, he describes... So, basically, they enter this state of, like, uh, transcendent bliss. Uh, and when they all come to, they've just... Uh, they've turned a man inside out. <laughs> yes. It's, and it's maybe even eaten some of them. And maybe eaten it, some yes, of them. Yes, it looks like he's been killed by, like, a beast. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah and they, like they're all scattered around. They're not even near him. They just know they killed him. And like Camilla's just like sitting by a waterfall and her hair is like red. And they're like, okay. Um, Is it explicit or not? I mean, the implication, right, is that it just, I always felt like, well, it's mostly just Henry, right? (laughs) (laughs) It's all about how he is just like a... It it felt like 
such think a strong big maybe person. did something different. Like it felt like Henry yeah. was like punching and kicking at this guy and maybe bashing his skull. Mm. And then someone else was like, well, I remember pulling something. And it's mm-hmm. like, oh, that's that explains. I mean, the if, large he's, okay, if he's I saw that dead, that had been <laughs> if he's dead, <laughs> if he's already dead, why not rip him apart? <laughs> I mean, like, you only live once, you know? Yeah. Like, they, You're never going to get to pull on this stuff ever again. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> the rest of the group was just having fun. Henry did the murder, and the rest of the group were just, yeah. like, dancing, They're, basically. They were like, well, this is an um, opportunity at this yeah. point. Um, I'm going to take a rude, quick break. I'm sorry, guys. Do you, it. You Please. I, I'll, 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 I'll indulge. To my kid. While, while Sean is gone, I'll explore a thought experiment with you. <laughs> if you had a really close group of friends mm-hmm. and this happened and uh, like the way it's, it's really fun the way like Richard realizes it where it's like a mix of like <laughs> you imagine like Chandler or something being <laughs> yeah. like, wait, you guys, <laughs> you guys all like got naked and like fucked. <laughs> like, yeah. Really- <laughs> yeah. That's like the first question he really has. <laughs> Would you be like, you know, horrified, but would some part of you be like sort of hurt that like all your really, really close group of threads all had a plan to all like I, I, yeah, I think I would have I think I would have wanted the opportunity to turn down the invite to the murder. When sure. I was that age when I was that age, certainly. I would have been like, What yeah. okay. I got Especially I would have got like teary eyed maybe yeah. to, like, leave the room for a second. Okay. <laughs> and they're like, Well, we murdered someone and you're like, Well you didn't Hello? actually plan you didn't actually plan to murder anyone. You just yeah. planned yeah, to wait. like you weren't protecting me from anything. You were just excluding me at the yeah. time. <laughs> yeah. Oh, so definitely I would, especially with the way that they were I like kind I of. Could, I, I'm, I'm the person who like keeps everyone chill. If I had been there, <laughs> I would have kept everyone chill. You know, you know my role. <laughs> Okay, good. Uh, so yeah, I I also would have been really extremely yeah, I mean, hurt, especially with the way too that at that age they were like, and they were so isolated around this teacher and kind of obsessed with his teachings. Yeah, the fact that they were going out to kind of prove, like, just like live the very essence of what they were learning, like yeah. that would have been so like, yeah, oh, like, <laughs> yeah. And this is like dorky, kind of like we're we're like yeah. you, you're fucking and stuff, and it's like smart. Yeah, it's like <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like come on. And there's a a, I would have also storm. been like also I mean like consider the smorgasbord they had there too. Oh my god, it must have been oh my god. an incredible array of meats and cheeses and oh, grapes yeah. and wine and you know like just and, everything and, he could want. Jeez. And they don't even. Richard never even gets to know like the the juicy deeds of it because when yeah. he does ask about like he's like so uh, follow my thought for a second uh, the back and all is an inherently sexual to- ca- like thing to, to get into <laughs> yeah and Henry's Henry, Henry's like yes and he's like so did you and he's did like oh a, a lady can't tell like he gets very like it's so funny they I, talk I about they talk about slaying this man. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> like just like, <laughs> and he's like, "How dare you ask about the details of him. our?" And then Richard's like, "But did you guys fuck?" He's like, oh. "The lore and details." Like, I couldn't. I, yeah. I couldn't please. <laughs> yeah. 
Uh, so what that, did I miss? Like, was anything really funny? Probably the we best. We talked about uh, maybe the best, uh, best, best yeah. part yeah, of the whole. It was really good. <laughs> That's we cool. talked. My my thought experiment was if if Chandler realized that the other <laughs> friends had all like fucked like this, <laughs> <laughs> like would he be pissed? He'd be so pissed. That would be like. Oh, that's cool. Awesome. So, but obviously, you two are brother and sister, so you at least wouldn't have. He's like, you guys occasionally do. <laughs> Okay. Not Ross and Monica. Oh, that's awesome. That must have felt really good. Um, so. <laughs> oh, man. That would have been hilarious, honestly. I, that would have been a great episode. This mm-hmm. is one. They wake up at the end. You just like wipe the slate clean. Chandler wakes up yeah. from a nightmare. We're done with this. We like, this is not canon. Yeah. We're just yeah. having fun. <laughs> Yeah, one of the like the, one of those more experimental episodes of Friends that they did every yes. now and again. <laughs> one of the dream episodes. <laughs> Chandler it turns over in bed, and Bob Newhart is there. <laughs> hey, that was the end of the first part of our first ever two-parter. So thank you for listening. We'll be back uh, with the second part of our first two-parter with Sean and Hayes. Uh, next week so I hope you listen to that one too you'll find out who won Uh, you'll find out how Sean and Hayes decided who won Uh, and you also might find out a little thing or two about friendship along the way Uh, alright how about you listen to competitive literature every week not just uh, this two parter huh how about you fucking how about you fucking do that I fucking, I'm, I, we put so much work into this, and it would just be really great if you fucking recognize that, you know? Especially if you're Scott Ackerman, I fucking, I idolized you, man, and you haven't even retweeted a single tweet about my podcast, which seems, seems fucked up to me. So yeah, like and subscribe. Thank you.